Hello, you're listening to Wolves Radio. I'm Gemma Frith and I'm joined by club commentator Mikey Burrows for a special series with our Worldwide Wolves supporters. Mikey, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you Gemma. Uh, We are beginning, I guess, the process of building up for the new season. So football is on its way back if it ever technically stopped anyway with the Euros and the, all the stuff going on in South America and all it's football all around the world. It's great. But there's cricket as well. There's tennis. I'm loving it. It's a sport in summer. Yeah, there's been lots to keep us entertained, but the players have now returned to training ready for pre-season. So lots more exciting action on the way for Wolves as well. Um, but today we are joined by Sadir from Singapore Wolves. Thank you so much for joining us, Sadir. How are you? I'm fine, Gemma and uh, Mikey. Uh, I should say Selamat Petang, and that means good evening in, uh, ah, in Malaysia, yes. which is the national language in Singapore. Yeah. Ah, incredible. And what time is it where you are at the moment? Uh, it's uh, it's 7.23 exactly. <gasps> Amazing. You're joining yeah. us in the evening. Well, thank you for giving up your evening to speak to us. We really, uh, really appreciate yeah. it. it um, it's wolves, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, are you looking forward to the season restarting? Have you missed not being able to watch Wolves play? It'll be nice to go back to the regular season and having crowds in the stadiums and hopefully it'll be a better season than last, but yeah. So how did the the change, obviously, in the last season that we've had, or last season and a bit, really, with the end of the season before, when all the games got moved around? So we rarely kicked yeah. off at Saturday 3pm in, in UK yeah. time. What was that like in Singapore? What time were the matches? So, so what they were doing in so the usual game. Usually, the games are on at your three p.m., which is our ten p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's you know um, daylight savings, it's eleven p.m. Uh, but what we were getting was one game. We would get a game at about uh, seven or eight p.m. our time, and then at ten p.m. our time, and then at uh, at midnight. And then at two or three, so you know, we were, <laughs> all we were getting, the night. yeah, you know, all through the night. I think the last game would start at about three o'clock wow. in the morning. Yeah, and you know, during during uh, when you had daylight savings. So yeah. So here's my big question then, Sadir. <laughs> Obviously, you love the when they get moved to a midday kickoff UK time because you know that's clearly yeah. nice in the evenings. Do you watch the other games live when they kick off later UK time? Or do you wait for the next morning? Uh, most of the time. Uh, but it would depend if it's a weekday. Like last season, we had a lot of weekday games, right? Uh, Monday morning, 3 o'clock, our time. Wow. Which would mean, you know, to really screw up by Tuesday morning. You know, <laughs> and, having to, and having to go into work, you know. Uh, you know, not exactly ideal. Uh, so in those situations, I would, I would actually record the game and watch it uh, later in the afternoon or later in the evening after I got home. But, um, yeah, so most times, you know, uh, if it was a one o'clock game, I would watch it, but not a three o'clock game. (laughs) So if you've recorded it and you're not watching it till till later on in the day, do you have to avoid Mm. the internet and social media and phone calls and texts from friends (laughs) so you don't know what the score was? It never works, right? You know, you're so connected, you know, it's like, you know, unless you lock yourself in a darkened room somewhere, it's, it's not going to happen. So, you know, I, I just reach out for my phone first thing in the morning, 
pray hard that Wolves have won, and then you know just look at the score, and 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 it 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 takes the stress out of the, watching the game. But you know, conversely, it's a misery when you know you've lost, and you know you still have and to you've watch got to watch game. it. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. Um, but let's start right at the very beginning, Sadir. How did you become mm-hmm. a Wolf supporter in Singapore? So we go back in time. So mm-hmm. this is 1968 or 69, and uh, I was about eight, nine years old. I used to read the newspapers, and we used to get the um, the Sunday papers w- would have the uh, the sports page right at the right at the back, and you know I I just go read the sports page, and and I see these. You know, I would see these scores from Wolves and all these other teams. And I must have been, a, you know, an impressionable kid, right? I mean, <laughs> you're eight years old. What, what do you know? You know, you don't think about years of misery <laughs> to come. And you're just looking at this and you say, Wolves, yeah, ah, you know. And uh, so, you know, I picked Wolves, at, you know, and I was about eight or nine Amazing. years old. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I got into Wolves. And my friends then probably started following football maybe about a year later and you know so we had the Manchester United fans and you had the Chelsea fans and um, you know a few Spurs and Stoke City and, and Burnley. We were kids we didn't know we didn't know <laughs> anything so you know we just picked the teams. Oh, so Stoke and Burnley are massive in <laughs> Singapore. No, 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 no. Okay, so, so the, these these are ignorant kids. <laughs> eight, right? So, the the story behind Stoke is that Gordon Banks used to play for Stoke. So, so some of the kids who were goalkeepers, you know, they were into Gordon Banks. And, I, and for the life of me, I can't figure out why Burnley, but uh, you know, but you you could just as easily ask why Wolves, you know, and uh, you know, and, true, true, yeah. yeah. Well, you chose the the right club. I chose um, the right club. And you've club. been a, you've been a supporter for a very long time. Then you've really been uh, on the roller coaster ride that is a, a, a wolf supporter. You must have some incredible memories from that time. Oh yeah, I'll tell you what we used to do. So once I started getting into it, I used to listen to the games. Um, okay, they, the BBC World Service would carry a a commentary game every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right or the second half of the commentary, and we would and I, I would get my elder brother to to tune in via shortwave to the yes. BBC, oh my you know, and it, you'd have frequency drifts and the whole works, <laughs> and, and and you know it, it it was an adventure in itself, you know, and um, after a while, uh, you know, some years later, uh, the BBC was coming over sh- uh, FM radio in Singapore. Oh, incredible. So we decided that our mother needed uh, an FM radio for her birthday. <laughs> and, 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 you know, so it, it made my life a lot simpler on Saturdays, let me tell you. But we used to, so we used to, we used to also get games on. We used to get games. There was an ITV program called Star Soccer um, and with Hugh Johns doing the commentary. Mm-hmm. And we used to get that every Sunday, but it used to be three months late. Three months late. Yeah, you know, we're talking about night. We're talking about 1970, right? And you know, three months is okay. It's fine. It's football. You know, I I may get to see wolves. It's okay. You know, so that's that's. Wow. So we used to get that, and then you know, over time it got better, and they used to have the games uh, being shown the very next day. But that was a lot later. Yeah. yeah. So we used to get our feed from from BBC and. Uh, 
we used to buy Shoot magazine. That's how we used to keep track of what was going on. It was difficult, let me tell you. It was difficult, but yeah. And and, and the Shoot magazine was also three months late. Oh, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. I have That's to say, yeah. of all the people that we have spoken to so far, you are by far the most dedicated <laughs> to, be, to be receiving Wolves results three months late. That's incredible. Oh no! I mean, you know, you'd get the results the very next, you know, because if you're listening to the to the BBC, oh, and okay, yes, getting then the classified it, results, right? But to see it or to get to read about the reports and all that, we'd have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah. the thing I'm fascinated by is that you know you might have had a situation where. You're watching a game from a previous season. If it's August, the season's already started and you're <laughs> watching and reading about stuff that happened in May. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, you probably would have spread on to about July or August and, <laughs> and it would be a few months later before we started getting the new season. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, that's incredible. So then at Crazy. what time did you start getting uh, actual live broadcasts of the, of the games? Is that far more recent history? Uh, that's far more recent. Yeah, yeah. That that would have been in the nineteen uh, 1990s, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's when they started the uh, live broadcasts. And even then, it you know they weren't showing all the games. They would just show a, a, a few games a week. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe two or three games. And then progressively, now we get all the games live. So it's uh, you know we get every single game. I think the worst time was the 80s and the night and the early part of the 90s, you know, uh, because Wolves were in the old second division and third division and the fourth division, and you know, or we could hardly get the news. You know, yeah, yeah. Nothing on TV and all that. Yes. Well, much Miserable better times time. now. Yes, well, much better times yeah, now in the much, Premier much League, better. and yeah. you can watch every game provided it's not at three in the morning. So much better, yeah. <laughs> much better today. Um, would you say you've got a, a favourite game or um, a favourite memory from watching Wolves? <clears throat> Quite a few. I mean, uh, I'd say um, League Cup final, nineteen seventy four. Wow. Um, you know, I, it wasn't live. You know, we were all excited because Wolves are in the final. And uh, so I was all ready to listen to the BBC, listen to the commentary game over the BBC. And this was during, uh, I, I think it was the, the height of uh, the recession in the UK at the time. And, you know, you guys are probably too young to remember. And what oh, yeah. the BBC did for that game was to delay the broadcast. And they, and they played it as a delayed broadcast. So I actually had to wait an oh, hour goodness. To, listen to, to listen to the to the game, you know. So so that's one memory. Um, obviously, the 1980 League Cup final, I saw that. Yeah, you know, uh, that, that was pretty decent. Our first win in, in the Premier League, um, that was against Manchester City in 2003. Wow, right? yes. Um, I, I, I happened to be at Wolves. I was at Wolves. <gasps> really? You know, for that particular game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I was there for work and, and I managed to uh, get some tickets and I, I was actually there. And, you know, so I watched Colin Cameron score and, yeah. I was, oh, my goodness. What a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. I, I, I was going to ask if you'd been able to get to Molyneux very much. Was that, is that your only experience attending Molyneux? No, I, I've been there twice. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the other one was at the at the start of the uh, 2018 season. So <gasps> nice. Um, so I happened to be on holiday in, in the UK, and so I went in as a as a broadcast journalist, you know, for a Cambodian <laughs> radio station, and I watched the game. And it was fantastic. I mean, you know, uh, Navish and, and 
Jimenez scoring so so it was fantastic. You were you literally like would have been in the same room as me, yeah. probably having the free food. You would yeah, have been yeah, sat really close food. to me. <laughs> That's incredible that you and Mikey have probably been in the same room and, and, and didn't, didn't well Mikey yeah, nice. didn't realise at least. True dedication from start to finish, really. You have been a very, very dedicated. Can we just put out a thing though, Gemma? Like I don't want anybody else thinking they can sneak into the press room <laughs> when it returns. But but let me clarify, I actually had press credentials, so I was I was legit for the day, and I was doing your job, Mikey. I was doing your job. <laughs> yeah, so, I, mm. I'm, I'm probably doing my job a lot better than I do it. But there you go. <laughs> I don't think so. Man. Did you write up a a report or anything after the game? I, I think I wrote it up and I sent it off to them, and they said, ah, "Never mind." You know, it was it was one of those things. <laughs> I wrote reports after the uh, season that we went uh, via the playoffs, you know, and I, and I and I wrote a report on that one. I wasn't at Cardiff; I was at home watching it, and you know, it was like a hands, you know, head in hands type of thing, right? Pulling your hair out, watching the game, knowing that you know it, we're wolves, we'll screw it up at some point, you know, even <laughs> when we were three nothing ahead, and that that was magic. I, so that 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 one, I, I wrote out a report, and we we used to have the wolves list. I don't know if you guys know it, uh, out of the University of Wolverhampton, and I used to, I've been on it since about 1996, wow. and 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 I wrote out this this report. Uh, which was which was a really a really manic report about what I was going through watching Wolves play, you know. <laughs> a stressful viewing experience. Ah, it, was, it, was. it was stressful for the cat. It was stressful for the wife. But it was, it was fun. <laughs> oh, amazing! Well, yes, you have been a very dedicated Wolves supporter, even contributing to a Cambodian news. Is it, is it a newspaper or is well, it? No, a, no, it's a, it was a television station. A television station. Oh, incredible! That's amazing. Uh, just so that you can uh, get get a seat in the press box. Very impressive. Um, but why why did you then end up starting the Singapore Wolves Supporters Group, and when did that come about? Ah, so I'd been thinking about it for a long time. Okay. And the question was always, uh, it wasn't so much the how, it was more of, uh, are there any other world supporters in Singapore, right? <laughs> so we went down that path and I, I was looking for other world supporters. I couldn't find any, but I was on this uh, other forum called Molyneux Mix. Yes. And I came across another wolf supporter from Singapore. And, uh, you know, we talked about it off and on. And then finally, I think uh, around 2017 or 2018, we started up Singapore Wolves and we just put up a, a, a group mm-hmm. uh, on, on Facebook and because that was the simplest thing to do. Singapore Wolves and Southeast Asia Wolves, actually both of them. Um, and, you know, so we've got, um, we've got, Southeast Asia Wolves has got probably about 120, 130 supporters. They're not all from Singapore, from all over, over the region and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And Singapore Wolves has got about another 20 or 25. Uh, oh, brilliant. Yeah. So we've got a mix of uh, uh, locals as well as expats. We haven't really met up a lot, although we have. I mean, we did for the uh, FA Cup semifinal. We've had people coming through from overseas and, you know, we'd, we'd use that as, a, that as an excuse for meeting having a few beers and, you know, having a little bit of uh, something to oh, eat nice. and 
mainly having a few beers, you know, <laughs> and 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 catch and yeah, and and watching the game at a, at a pub or something like that. So so you know we've, yeah. we've sort of done that. And one th- one good thing about um, actually being on the Wolves list and and now having the Singapore Wolves page is that whenever people pass through uh, Singapore, the expats, you know, they'll message and they say, yeah, "We're coming through," you know. Uh, fancy a beer and you know we always up for a beer so yeah you know so so we do catch up with a lot of people coming through oh, singapore brilliant. yeah it's brilliant yeah we actually um spoke earlier uh, this summer to cp from wolves malaysia um, uh-huh. and he's mentioned that uh the both of you both malaysia wolves and singapore wolves did a sort of zoom call meetup last june can you tell us a bit about that how was that so it, it, I can't remember which game it was, but uh, some of the Singapore guys were getting together on a Zoom call and, you know, you'd be talking about the game and, and things like that. And uh, CP had come into Singapore uh, before that at some point. And um, we we had agreed that the next time he was down, we would try to meet. Nice. I then remembered CP was around and it's a Zoom call. So I, I sent CP a link and said, you know, why didn't you join us? And and that's what he did, you know. So you know, oh, was talking about the game and talking about, you know, our own analysis of, you know, what it would be like and and uh, you know and what uh, Nuno should do and all that. Oh, but I can't remember the the result of the game, which game it was. Uh, back in the nineties, uh, we discovered a, uh, a group of Wolves fans in the region: Singapore, uh, Australia, New Zealand, uh, and some guys out of the UK. Uh, sometimes out of uh, Japan um, and Indonesia. For what we would do is when there was a Wolves game on, all of us would dial in and we would be chatting away and listening to the game at the same time on IRC. Oh my goodness. That's like Zoom calls before Zoom calls. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. So you still had ways of watching as a group and, and connecting people uh, before modern day video calling as we know it. That's that's really exciting. Yeah. yeah, you know, we used to use whatever technology we could get our hands on to, you know, and it would it would just be us typing away and talking about stuff. But you know, it was it was just something that we did for maybe about eight to ten years. Oh my goodness! It's wow. Incredible. Are you still in contact with anybody that was uh, you might have spoken to on there? Is there anybody in in Singapore oh, yeah. now, perhaps, or in Singapore Wolves? Uh, okay, so those guys, uh, some of those guys, they were in Australia. They're now back in the UK. So the last ah, time okay. I was there in the UK, I actually uh, wa- I met up with them oh, and, and, and saw them. Yeah, we we also along the way. I think it was twenty. I can't remember when it was twenty eleven. I think it was Mick McCarthy's first or second seasons. They had a uh, uh, training session in 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 Australia. Yes. So I flew out for that one. Oh, I flew amazing. out for that one. I caught up with a whole bunch of Wolves fans in in Australia. They're crazy bunch of people, crazy bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, I was thinking like how big Wolves could become because we actually have a player in our academy from Singapore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Harry Burtwistle, who's a kind of a young winger slash wing back, yeah. um, is from Singapore. And people tell me, I've, I've only seen him play a couple of times today, but people tell me he's faster than Adama Traore right now. So he could become a big star and and wolves could get even bigger and then you'd have loads of people joining you <laughs> yeah uh, yeah bandwagon jumpers glory hunters right yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly well exactly hey, well, look we'll take them whichever way they come right but uh, 
but, but the good thing, I mean, the, the past three seasons got us a lot of fans. There were a lot of people who would say, you know, I really like the way Wolves play. And you know, these are diehard Liverpool fans and diehard Manchester United fans and all that. But, you know, I, I think the kind of respect that they had for the Wolves team, incredible. I'd never seen that in all my, all my years of supporting Wolves. I think on the back of that, we've had more and more people come to us, write to me and say, you know, I'd like to join the Wolves, uh, Singapore Wolves fan club and things like that. And we, we have, I actually have this year, we had a, a Liverpool fan who says, I'm giving up on Liverpool. I want to be a Wolves fan. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. So we said, yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're converting then, fans now as well. <laughs> very slowly, one by one. Yeah. <laughs> At this rate, it'll, at this rate, it'll probably take me a few thousand years, but yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. And it's so nice to hear that you've been able to connect with people from all across the world as a result of being a Wolves fan. That's absolutely amazing how football has brought all these people together and people you've managed to stay in touch with for, for so many years yeah. as well. That is really, really lovely. If there's anyone listening who is in Singapore or, or in Southeast Asia who would like to join uh, Singapore Wolves, um, how can they get in touch? They can send us a message via uh, Singapore Wolves on Facebook. That's probably the easiest way. There's an email address. If they go to the Wolves website and they go to the uh, the supporters, worldwide supporters, stuff, my name and address, email address is there. So that's another mm-hmm. way to get in touch. Maybe Google Wolves supporters Singapore. You know, I'm pretty sure a few of us, <laughs> our names will turn up. You know, get in touch. <laughs> Just get in touch any which way. Oh, brilliant. Extend the family even further. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole idea, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Sadia. You've definitely got some incredible stories from supporting Wolves over the years. Um, It's absolutely fantastic to hear. Thank you so much for sharing them with us. Um, I hope you have a lovely summer and hopefully we'll see you again at Molyneux at some point in the future. You'll have to let us know if you come down. Uh, it'd be great to meet you in person. Oh, look, likewise, uh, if you're down coming down to Singapore, please, you know, let us yes, know. You know, we yeah, will. You know, Singapore is a great place. Uh, you know, when the sun isn't shining, it's raining. So, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the same as here, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, well, we get, as uh, CP said, we get real rain. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Sidi, you've been added to our world tour. Don't worry. Yeah. When it, I was going to say, we've had some invites now across the yeah. world, and me and Mikey are going to cash in on them, I think. It goes without yeah, saying that, that one day, hopefully, you know, Wolves are going to pay for me and Gemma to go around and visit everybody <laughs> that we've done episodes with. I don't know why they wouldn't, uh, and therefore, you know, we can come and, and say hello in Singapore. We'd love for you guys to come down to Singapore. <laughs> and if, if anybody from Wolverhampton is coming down, I mean, Wolves is coming down, let them know, get in touch, tell them to get in touch. Yeah, they'll, they'll be at home in Singapore. I mean, they'll be at home across the world by the sound of things. We've been speaking to some incredible people across the world and we've still got lots more episodes to come this summer. And um, yeah, there really is a Wolf supporter in every corner of the globe, I'm starting to think. So <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much again, Sadir, and we'll see you soon.